This is Christmas Abbott, and you are listening to Girls Gone Wad. You're listening to Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 50. I feel like 50 is a big deal. It really is a big deal. We're only three weeks away. Every episode that we've done is a really big deal. I feel like deal. this is an actually big deal. <laughs> it oh is my a gosh. big deal. Okay, do you have the Time Hop app? Mm-mm. Um, and I'm sorry in advance. I'm drinking a smoothie because I didn't get to eat dinner, so I'm sorry if you hear annoying smoothie sounds. <laughs> so, okay, the Time Hop app is this yeah. hilarious app that um, shows you, like, posts that you made, like, years and years ago on, like, on this time day, hop. two years ago. It's really cute. It's so, like, today... Mine has one. Well, like so today, mine has like like, pictures I posted last year, and yesterday it had a picture from us, our first episode ever that we recorded on like the futon in my guest room. That was like gosh, at your old house. At my old house, yeah. That it took us like a month to post. So we recorded our first episode a year ago this week. No way. Yeah, but we didn't post. We didn't post it forever. Yeah. So. I want to see if I can find that. That picture. is really because funny. It was on I totally my remember. I had on Instagram a right? backcountry CrossFit T-shirt, yeah. a red Lululemon headband. I think that's before. That's when I had long hair. Yeah, we so both have weird. long hair. And okay, I'm gonna go back and see if I can. Um, I like how everything is time stamped with when I cut my hair. I know totally. <laughs> well, when did when did did you cut your hair? July. It was like the. It was after the Emmy Award, so it was like July. 20th or something. Okay. End of July. Okay. So, yeah. Um, in three weeks, you know, two weeks will be our 52nd episode. So, I guess that's kind of like the yeah. first, but it's right. kind of more like the 53rd is like the first episode right. of that our we, second year. If we're, if we're counting off of when we released it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. That's so exciting. Yeah. Thank you guys for hanging in there with us for an entire well, look year. Look at this one. This one's from 42 weeks ago. Look, how, look at your hair. I'll repost that. Wait, let me see it. How was that when it was like shaggy? Yeah. Oh, I think I'm gonna grow it back out to that. Really? Are you gonna like grow it out? I'm going. I'm going through this phase right now where I really, really don't want to grow my hair back out because I love having short hair, but I hate having to get it cut every month. Mm -hmm. It's like it's so much maintenance. But then I'm like, there's got to be a happy medium somewhere. So I think that what what you just showed me, that picture, I think that's my happy medium because okay. I didn't have to, I think it was like every month and a half, two months, which is still a lot. Right. But when it's like, right now I have it pretty short. Here. This is the picture. So. It only had four likes. <gasps> oh my gosh. I know. I'll oh have to repost gosh. it. You guys are going to think this is. That you probably is so. Actually won't get as big of a kick out of this as we will, but. I know. It's like a trip to memory lane. I'm so sentimental. That's, and I got four likes. That's so cute. <laughs> and one of them was you and one of them was Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Even better. <laughs> I remember when we... I, okay, let's go down memory lane. I remember when we were talking about when we should put up an Instagram account. I remember texting I you and you were like, I think we should do Instagram. I think it's time. And I was like, <laughs> I think it's time too. And that was like a big deal to like put an Instagram yeah, account Yeah, because people together. like. We're... People, we got to give the people what they want. Clearly. <laughs> oh my goodness. you. This is so going to like make us sound like such huge dorks. But every single time, which in case you didn't already think that about us, I don't know why I'm even worried about it. I know, right. Yeah. Uh, every time like something happens where. You know, like someone emails us something or we always, our text message just says hashtag, hashtag. so famous. 
Hashtag so famous. Yeah. Thanks. Which are we just reached a benchmark, I think. Do we want to just get this out of the way and talk about the the crotch picture? Oh yeah, we had our first creepy Instagram. Yeah, picture, which comment. I think that's a benchmark of a hashtag so famous. Yeah. So I didn't think of even think about this when I posted it. In retrospect, that pic was so pervy. <laughs> But like when it was I, so pervy. It was so pervy, but like, is it? I literally did not even think of that when I. I know, it. and that's why I'm like, that's Claire. Claire's yeah. brain does not go to pervy. No, Claire's brain is like, this so is po- totally so, a CrossFit thing. Yeah, like I was so sweaty, it was so hot, I was so sweaty, I was wearing gray leggings, I had like massive crotch sweat. Yeah, and I'm just like, people are gonna think this is funny. Yeah, and not only Which that, they loved they it. They loved like yeah, all, like everyone thought it was hilarious, except for like three or four people who got really pervy, and one guy posted it like some like a joke about how like you know, a good warm-up is, like, foreplay. And I was like, okay, that's a little bit. But yeah. whatever. That yeah. one didn't really okay. bother me that yeah. much. But then there were a couple other ones where I was just like, So Ew. disgusting. Yeah, that one was A, I was, I was like, but, why are you following us? And B, are you just stalking us to right, why write? Are, do you just troll around to write right, gross comments? Things. Well, so the, the guy who wrote the comment about the foreplay being, like, a good warm-up is, like, foreplay used – not just the word moist, but also the word panties in his comment. And I was like, did you even listen did to episode 49? Yeah. Did you even? You clearly don't listen to the podcast. Clearly. And or he was just Well, then to... I like, when I kind of called him out, he was like, geez, I wasn't trying to be creepy. And I was like, well. Maybe. Well, it was really funny because the next day I went to the 530 AM class and coach Mike, when I was leaving, he's like, Joy, what's going on? Why are you posting pictures of crotches? <laughs> And I was like, I didn't do it. It was Claire. He's like, that is unacceptable. Come on, Joy. And I, he Come was, on. I, he was there. Like, he was the coach for that watch. <laughs> anyway. So. He was really mad about it. And then he played it off on Instagram. Right. Like just, he but like, he was like, that's just that's just wrong. No more of those. I'm like, okay, Mike. So I take a picture of him. I'm yes. like, I'll post a picture of you. Is that better? Um, yeah, yeah. So I uh, apologize if I freaked you out. But it was funny. But so, I didn't. I didn't think about it like that. I, I know you didn't. Funny. I know you didn't. Which is why I was like, "That's that's Claire's brain. She's like CrossFit, crotch, mm-hmm. sweaty crotches, CrossFit, crotch sweat. You can see on your Lululemon right, leggings. Right, exactly. Gray sweatpants, don't yeah. gray leggings. Right. So I knew where your brain was going 100. percent But it was mm-hmm. funny because then when you posted the Twitter, you know, screenshot that said I took the, the post down. Yeah. Too many people were making disgusting comments. I love someone said, hashtag creepers ruin everything. <laughs> yeah, seriously, though. Come on, guys. I'm like, yes, it's so true. They do. Dang creepers. But part of me is like, you know what? I got all, like, feminist on, on him. I'm like, if we want to post crutch, sweaty pig crutch. I want to post a don't picture of my sweaty crutch. I'm going to post a, sweat on my, a, sweater, a picture of my sweaty crutch. Yeah. Stop ruining it with your gross comments, weirdo. So, (laughs) don't be gross. And it, yeah, and honestly, like that one, that guy, like he, like got it. Was like, whoa, I didn't mean to. And it's like it wasn't even that one. Yeah, it was like people. It was. I'm not even gonna repeat the one that grossed me out the most. I will not even utter those words. And that's the first one I when I read that I was like. I like, I mean, you want to throw up being it down, and also like I so did not even think of that, and now I just feel disgusting. Anyway. You're like, I need to go take a shower. Yeah, seriously. Like, no. <laughs> anyway, um, so the other fun thing that happened this week. So Brandon and I went to Madison, which is where his family is from. And um, I got a real live tarot card reading. And literally, we're in the little shop. And it's like this little, you know, like one of those little shops that has like incense and like, why did you go and, there, though? Because we, we were walking on State Street, which is sort of oh. like the Pearl Street of Madison. Okay. And so okay. it was like, we just kind of went. Sure. Okay. So I was like, did you just go like, there? No. no. <laughs> and so we walk in and the lady's like, hey, you know, welcome. And she's like, by the way, you know, we have a tarot card reader in today. So if you guys are interested, it's, you know, 10 bucks or whatever for 15 minutes. And 
Um, if you want to do that, you can just go back there. And so, and I was like, you know, so immediately started directing like, oh, do you want to do it? And I was like, I would want to do it just so I could tell Joy. And, Bra- and Brandon goes, you have to do it. So oh, like literally the only reason Thank I did you, it Brandon. was because he thought that you would get a kick out of it. Yeah. So what happened? So hold on. Let me see if I can find. I thought I took a picture of it. Oh, I oh. took a picture of Brandon's phone because my oh. phone's dead. Anyway. So she had me, the first thing she did was she had me like, okay, so first of all, it was like this tiny little stifling hot room with this woman who was, surprised wearing velvet, maroon velvet. And she had like frizzy hair and of was course. like, you know, just like, this is so exactly who I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And we walked in and she was on the phone with her mom. She was like an older woman. And she was like, oh, sorry, I didn't know I didn't know I had a reading. And I wanted to be like, you're supposed to be a psychic. <laughs> How did you not know? Anyway. And she was like, I was just on the phone with my mom. I was like, okay. This woman literally probably like six years old, if not. She was older. on the phone with her mom. On the phone oh, with her mom. How cute is that? Yeah. So we sat down. I mean, I really liked her, but she was like, "Okay, so there are three different things." Um, she said she was a Capricorn. So like the first thing she told us that she was a Capricorn, but she also was like part Pisces or something. I don't know. I don't remember those things, but she had these worksheets, and there were three different like worksheets, and they were like the three different like kind of mo- models you could use. And so the first one was like ask about a specific problem you're having right the second one was ask about just sort of like a general scenario and then the third one was like get instructions for what you're supposed to do next and so like there those like kind of the three so I picked like the general one because I was like I don't know it's like I didn't realize I had to come prepared with a question and so I picked just the general one so she was like, okay, pick, so she had like six decks of cards. Okay. And she's like, okay, pick the one you want. Like pick the one that calls to you. And so I just picked the one that was closest to me. And I also want to point out, I was trying to be really open-minded. Okay. I was like, Joy, okay. I like, the first thing Joy's going to do is be like, you didn't even try. Yeah. I was trying so hard to be open-minded. You didn't try by picking the card that was closest to you. It was the nicest one. <laughs> okay. It had a dragon. Anyway, so I just did like the general question. So she was like, okay, shuffle the cards. No, 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 wait. That's not the first thing she did. Okay. The first thing she did, she was like, I will shuffle the cards. Like, she was going to shuffle the cards. Yeah. And she was like, okay, but hold on. I just have to, like, get in tune with whatever. She's like, I got to get out of my own way. So she closes her eyes and starts, like, rolling her shoulders back and forth and, like, <laughs> oh, making these. No. And I was just. Oh, no, was, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. I was, I was trying I, so hard Claire, not to laugh. I would pay money to see the look on your face I, while she was, was like, doing yeah, that. And I was like, Brandon was probably like in it with her. Yeah, totally. Brandon's, Brandon's like, this is, and I'm just sitting there like. Brandon's probably like, let's get in the flow. Yeah, no, I was just, I mean, you can imagine my face. Like, I just like, my lips were pestoed and I was like, kind of rocking back and forth like, okay. And just, oh my gosh, it was just, so that's when she started to lose me. And I was trying to go mind it. So I was like, okay, well, like, let's see what happens here. And so she was, then she gave it to me. So she shuffled it and she gave it to me and she was like, shuffle it until you feel like it's ready. And then we'll like pull the top five cards off. So I shuffled it a couple of times. And so the first thing that she does is she, so the question, she's like, well, thank you for your question. So I was like, okay, uh, I guess my question is like, is grad school a good choice? So that's what I picked. My, that was the question. So there were five like spots where she laid the cards. And the first one was um, like, I forget exactly what the different like scenarios were, but the first one she flipped over was like some, something about like a teacher or something. And then the second one she flipped over was something about 
being mindful. Anyway, long story short, she flipped him over. And then like the third one she flipped or the fourth one she flipped over was the one that had been on top. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, very interesting. And I was like, no, it just means we didn't shuffle very well. Like that's not interesting. It was like the one that had been on top when I had picked the deck. Right. And she was like, oh, that's interesting. And I was like. But she shuffled it. Right. But like kind of, you know, it's like oh. they're like the big cards with like your oh, only sure. kind of. And even then, like when you shuffle the deck, when you shuffle a deck of cards, like the top couple are still, are like, still on the top. Yeah. Uh-huh. We didn't cut the deck. Right. And then um, my middle one was a fire dragon, which was kind of cool. So that was like the one that was like, this will be the, like the outcome. And so my outcome was a fire dragon. So that was kind of badass. That is badass. But the first one, she was like, okay. So uh, this, I'm like still trying to be open-minded. I'm like, okay. maybe I'm about to get just wow. Yeah. Like, I am. I was like just hoping to be totally dazzled. Yeah. The first thing she says was, she looks at the first one. She's like, okay, this one is the teacher. It means you've been in a cave of knowledge and now you're ready to emerge and show your light to the world. And I was like, and we're done here. <laughs> a cave of knowledge? A cave of, of knowledge. Mm. Nope. Okay. I have not been even remotely in a cave of knowledge. I've been in a job that was sucking life out of me. Don't really. And it was like, I mean, maybe if I was like about to graduate, that would be. Sure. But no. Sure. The second one basically told her to tell me, uh, I guess, the interpretation of the second card. Yeah. Was that I need to practice mindfulness. I was like, well, that's everyone general. <laughs> yeah. The, well, you did pick the general reading, but that was so general. I know. I still asked general. a question. That's like saying you need to breathe. Right. It was like it was so like fortune cookie. <laughs> the third one meant. What was the third one? The third one, I don't remember anything about it except that it was the number eight, and she like went into great detail about the how the number eight is like this big cosmic number. You pulled the number eight the last time we were here. But it was a totally different card. Oh. But it was the number eight. It's still the eight. I don't know. Eight was has... it eight? Yes. Okay, well, That's great. Weird. I pulled eight twice. And then the third the <laughs> third just, one. For the record, she just rolled her eyes at me, everyone. Yeah. The fourth one <laughs> told her that I needed to use my network. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's cosmic. <laughs> Utilize your network as opposed like I think and then the, the last of the fire oh, dragon okay. one was like something about how Get a dragon tattoo? Yes, you're saying. <laughs> it was something about how, like, I'm going to have a fiery energy or something. And I was like, I already kind of have that. Oh so, gosh. I don't know. The whole thing was just very, like, I mean, she just, first of all, I, she really started to lose me when she was, like, doing her, like, closed eye, head rolling <laughs> Her thing. little head roll. And then the, she really lost me when she was like, you've been in a cave of knowledge. And yeah. I was like, and okay. Where's the door? And so yeah, I and Brandon was like, yeah, Brandon was like, I could just feel you. Like, just give up when she said that. And I was like, I was trying. He was like, no, you weren't. I was like, I was trying until then. And then after I that. I could feel you just give up. Well, I could totally <laughs> see him saying that. And then, at the show, and then at the end, she asked, like, okay, what was your question? I tell her. And then she goes back through and is like, oh, well, another, I like, you know what? I, I almost said this about this card. And I was like, this is such a crack of shit. So long story short, I am not, I still do not think that tarot card I, is I don't blame you after that reading. That sounds really crappy. Yeah. I wish you and I could take a road trip to Long Island. Then we can meet the Long Island medium because she would do a reading on you and you'd be like, I'm sold. Deal. Let's go to Long yeah. Island. We can do CrossFit there. You don't even know the Long Island. Do you know who I'm talking about? Nope. Is Teres- she like Miss, is she like Teresa Cleo? Ca- Teresa Caputo? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? Yeah, she's like oh no no I do I know she has, she has like a, a like a helmet. daytime TV show right? yes. yeah I know who you're talking about she's amazing is she different from the your Astro Twins yeah very okay yeah I don't know I don't know all right well let's go yeah. to the lot but doesn't she like talk to ghosts the mm-hmm. Long Island medium mm-hmm. yeah 
Which, by the way, we still need to, to schedule our ghost <gasps> oh, hunter yeah. tour. When does that expire? October. Okay. We have until October. I know you don't want to go. No, okay, I said Brandon. I would go. Okay. I would go. I said I'd go. Okay. We have to. I think Mercury is about to go into retrograde. So maybe we should go then. That's a good idea. I don't know what that means, but Facebook yeah. told me. Yeah. I Facebook. have one that one. My one Facebook friend, the one who posted about the birth canal, she posted like this whole thing about Mercury going into retrograde. We get all the news from Facebook. And from Sarah. And from Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Anyway, so that, oh and so gosh, anyway, so like, I was like, then after I was talking to Brandon, I was like, should I tell Joy or should I wait until the podcast? And he's like, no, you should tell her, but like, wait until I tell her until yeah, the podcast to tell full her the details. story. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, I did not. Nope. It was not interesting. And I like really wanted it to be. You had, yes, you yeah. had high hopes. I had and high you're hopes. you're trying to be open-minded. And, and I, think, just... I think that's, I mean, if I was sitting in that reading and she said, you've been in a cave of knowledge. Right. Nope. <laughs> Did Brandon have the same experience? Like, was he like... He didn't get one. No, I mean, like, he heard it, right? He heard... Oh, yeah, yeah. He was sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Was he like, oh, my gosh, that was ridiculous? Or was he more... No, yeah. He was like, okay. Because I think he, too, like, you know, he's kind of like woo-woo like you are. So he was hoping, too, that it was going to, like, make me... Yeah, Brandon and I are, like, kindred spirits that way. Yeah. And then when we left, he was like, yeah, that wasn't a very good one. Anyway. So, but he paid for it, so that's fine. That's fine. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Anyway, should we talk about CrossFit now? Yeah, so let's talk about CrossFit. I went to Lean Fit on Friday morning. Oh, yeah. And I didn't want to go to the 530 class because it was an ollie day and I just wasn't feeling like Mm -hmm. lifting. So I went to Lean Fit, which was at 6 a.m. So I walk in. This this is where I was kind of feeling weird. I walk in through the 530 class to go to Lean Fit at 6 o'clock and everyone uh, in the 530 class. Was, like, well, first of all, joy. it was only like four people and it was all the dudes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, you're going to Lean Fit? Oh, you're ditching us? And so I was like, come on. They're giving me total crap for not going. And then um, I did the Lean Fit class, which was great and everything. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I felt totally guilty for like dissing my 530 class. Yeah, I would there's feel like that. Too. There's like that loyalty Not even there. like for ditching CrossFit, for ditching those people. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing was like, lately, I don't know, you've gone through phases and I think we all go through phases, but lately I've had a weird relationship with CrossFit. Like I have, it's not that I don't have motivation. It's just, I'm kind of like, meh. Yeah. I kind of go through phases like that where sometimes I'm just like, you know, I could like kind of take or leave CrossFit for like a week or yeah. two. So I feel like I'm overanalyzing it, but it's like, you know, we go to CrossFit and we have a very tight-knit family and then sometimes you just need a break from your family (laughs) that's kind of how I was looking at it because I'm like oh this is just I should just be able to walk into my class and not have anyone give me any crap for going to lean fit and I feel guilty for ditching you all but it was really fun and it was it was a good group and like I said I really like lean fit because there's so many new people and I really like helping them or just you know, being nice to them and helping them have a good experience. And the water was really, really good. And I did butterfly pull-ups the whole time. Yeah. Which was so surprising to me. Because here's the other weird thing, okay? I am really self-conscious of doing, practicing things that I'm not good at in front right. of the coaches. Because I feel like they're like, why are you doing that? Really? Like, yes. Yeah, I have this weird thing where I'm like, I don't want to do butterfly pull-ups or practice them. Because I feel like the like our our regular coaches are yeah. like, Ugh. I don't feel that. I way. know, but it's a it's a total projection. It's like I'm just sitting there going, oh gosh. Do you think they feel that way, or do you kind of think like Andrew no. feels that way? 
What do you mean? Like, are you worried about the coaches? No. Or are you also kind no, of like, Andrew about? would be like, yeah, you go, girl. But oh. I think, <laughs> no, he'd be all turn me on. I think the coach, like, it's mostly the coaches. Like, Coach Mike and Coach TJ specifically. But they're like, why is she even trying? Like, and I know they're not thinking that. But so in Lean Fit, no one's there to watch me. It's just like oh Coach Mary, who's like the nicest yoga instructor in the world. And she's, well, she's starting yeah. to coach Lean Fit classes. But she's just like... Super, I don't know, maybe it's just like the woman thing. Yeah. Because I think I felt like that when we had another woman coach, Coach Christina, who who moved away. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I totally went into the wad and I was like, I'm going to try butterfly pull-ups if I can. And I go. totally knocked them out. And I was really proud of myself. But it's because I, I think I had the confidence to try them. Um, because we weren't like, in when we do lean fit classes, you guys, it's more of just, I mean, they have the workout, but they're not like super strict on here's what you have to do. And right. Here's the, I mean, obviously you you still time it, but it's not like. It's there's, there's a lot more pull-ups or pull-ups like more banded or whatever yeah. you want to do. And no one's like going up to me being like, oh, those aren't true butterfly pull-ups, Joy. Mm-hmm. Like I did them. Um, <laughs> so. So anyway, it was just like one of those and things that other, I noticed. All the other girls were probably like, oh my gosh, this woman is such a badass. <laughs> it was really They cute. probably were like, it was that's really why cute. I can't do CrossFit. Yeah, well, it was really <laughs> cute. And this one lady who was a little bit older, she was leaving after the workout was over. And she was like, I don't know if I should be horrified or inspired. I'm like, you be inspired. <laughs> You're like, you I don't know did... if I should be complimented or insulted by you. No, she, not to me. She was just saying it like in general, like she horrified oh, okay. by her. Got like, it. Because right. she was really like struggling, struggling. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, I don't know if I should. Hey, you meant by your butterfly? No, pose. no, like, no, oh, no. That's mean. No, and but and I'm like, you should be inspired. You are doing such a good job. Anyway, but I thought that was really interesting of like how that class kind of puts me in a place where I'm. I feel like I can not be judged. Like which a, is so a, weird. a safe space. It's a safe space, and it felt maybe so weird. you need to sometimes go to start going to the different wads. I maybe, but even then, I feel like it's a weird thing. I feel like the coaches are like, "Oh, joy," and it's. I know they're not, but it's just like this yeah. thing of like, "Oh, you're trying to be a badass, and you're not." Like it's so stupid. Yeah, I don't think that any of them would ever think that. Really. Because no. I kind of, I don't know why I do that. I'm no. like, and in Lean Fit, I'm like, let's bring it on. I just whipped out some butterfly Well, especially pull-ups. you. I think the one thing if I was like, you know what? I know I have like one kipping pull-up at a time, but I'm going to do butterfly pull-ups. And then you'd be like, eh, maybe, maybe keep working. Yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah. That was really funny. That's I was funny. like, why did I do that so to good. myself? Um, yeah. We went to across the gym in Madison. Yeah. And it was hilarious. It was the cutest picture, by the way. I love how you're oh, tired and yeah. you're just like. I was really surprised that worked. I like hopped up on that thing. I got to the top. And I, was like, oh, I got up here. Um, but so first of all, the warm up they, they did had all these hurdles, uh-huh. and the hurdle was hurdles. like hurdles, like running hurdles, because it's like it was like a, a, like an athletic center. I, I just I I'm sorry. Like I think of you and running. Don't put hurdles in front of you. No, did no, you no. Do okay. Oh, we we didn't run the hurdles. <laughs> okay, but no, you're so right. That would be a disaster. I was like, I, I did. Claire I ran hurdles in hurdles. like sixth grade. They were like a ten inch hurdles, and I oh. still fell over them. No, no, yeah, hurdles and me, no, no, no. But I, we were doing like, like you'd have to like high kick over them or like just step okay. over them. Yeah. But the stepping, they still were so high, and so like for Brandon, he was just like do do do, and I was like throwing myself. Anyway, it was yeah. really awkward. Yeah. And but then the wad was um, fifty tire flips, fifty push ups, fifty box jumps. Okay. Like onto the tire. Yeah. But I was paired with two other girls on the same tire, and so and it, I think like. Something that kind of happens when 
how do I put this? I think that I, he, like the coach scaled it a little bit too much for me, kind of thinking like, well, she's small, so she can't do heavier tire flips. And so the the tire that I was on was like, I literally could just pick it up. Like I didn't have to use my knee or my chest or anything. I could just like kind of throw it over. Um, which would have been fine if I could link all 50, but then I was sharing it. So it just ended up being sort of like a slog. Right. And then the box jumps and the push-ups were good. But, this is um, a really stupid question, but yes. I haven't done a lot of tire flips. Actually, I don't think I've done any yet. Really? Even though we have tires, I yeah. haven't gone to a water where we've done them yet. Are there different weights of tires or are they all the same? No, they're very different. Okay. Yeah, and it just it's just based on the ti- the type of tire you're using. Okay. I, so they're yeah. usually like tractor tires. When we were doing or, our photo shoot and we were rolling around Right, tire, they yeah. were heavy, yeah. I was like, is so, this? Yeah, they're like tractor tires. And these were the tractor tires, but they were like slightly smaller tractors. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But, um. Little John Deere's. Yeah, who knows. Anyway, but one thing I thought was so funny. Um, so I didn't really understand about, like, the mentality of the Midwest until I married Brandon. Yeah. And about how everyone is, like, just so accommodating and so, like, not necessarily easygoing, but, like, I, anyway, case in point, on the waiver for this CrossFit gym, they had a place for you to write if there was anything you didn't agree with on the waiver. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, this is the most Midwestern thing I've ever seen in my life. Like most CrossFit gyms or most anything that you sign a waiver for is just like, this is the waiver. If you agree to it, great. If you don't, then you can't do this. For crying out loud, we had to sign a new waiver at our gym. Yeah. So it's like, there was a spot for you to write in if you didn't like anything on the waiver, if you didn't agree with anything. I was like, this is, this could not get more Midwest. And I was laughing at Brandon. I was like, what? I was like, really? <laughs> That's really funny. I thought it was really funny. I love Midwestern boys. It was really funny. But yeah, it was a fun little odd. And it's always fun to just drop in and see how few other people do things. And I stole a warm-up from it because they had us do burpee broad jumps. Yeah. And they sucked. And I was like, I'm so stealing this. Ugh, no. <laughs> no, no. We did those for a warm-up and it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was that. It was fun, though. I always like, like I said, I always like dropping in. So let's talk about an email we got. Actually, it was a message from Facebook. Okay, so um, a listener writes, need help with a few girlfriends. How would you motivate your girlfriends who are overweight to work out and make their health more of a priority? CrossFit might be too intense for them and scare them. One of my friends tried it and hated it. She's not very competitive. How would you get them to even admit that they need to work out and eat better? Trying cleanses together and supporting them over text and in person just doesn't seem to be working. I really want to help them to understand that they are jeopardizing their future health by what they are doing or not doing now. So thank you for that question, listener. I'm not going to say your name just because... In case your friends are listening. Just in case your friends are listening. Um, But I... I, That's a hard question. Really hard question, but... Go, you answer it oh, first. I feel like I definitely have been in this position with some of my friends and it definitely is a hard, it's hard because I think, I think we've talked about this a little bit too, like we were talking about you being on like the health committee at your work where pe- once you start doing CrossFit and once you really get into being healthy, it's easy for other people in your life to look at you and think like, well, you are just so committed and it, you know, at this point it's just easy for you. It's just second nature. Like you don't know how hard it is to get into it. And they sort of forget or conveniently ignore that you, you know, had to start from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like I have kind of had to 
just, I mean, like with, I have two girlfriends who come to mind when I think of this, when I think of a scenario, who both of whom are definitely dangerously overweight, both of whom have had their doctors tell them more than once, you know, you need to lose weight. Um, both of whom, you know, have reached out to me independently at one point or another saying, Hey, could you help me? And then when I've gone to help them, um, you know, it sticks for maybe like a week and then they kind of fall off and then, you know, I kind of try to follow up and they say like, Oh, they got sick or, you know, whatever it is. And I've kind of just had to get to the point where I just try to like invite them if I'm going to go on a hike or try to invite them if I'm going to like go to like do an event but other than that, I kind of have had to just let it go. Yeah, but they so they actively ask you for help. Yeah, or is it like <clears throat> is it consistent, or is it just kind of like every now and then? Every now and then, they'll yeah. kind of reach out to me and be like, "Hey, you know, I saw your post, and I was hoping that you know you could help me out with this." And I'm like, "Great, yeah, let's get together." And then either you know, like nothing ever ends up kind of working out in terms of scheduling, or we do get together once, and then it doesn't really follow. You know, like I try to follow up and like kind of. Nothing really has followed through. What do they want help with? Like, what do Mostly they ask Mostly diet. You? Like, will okay. you come over and help me with food? Or, like, I've had a couple of friends who've been like, will you, um, you know, like, work out with me? Or will you, you know, come to, my, like, the first class, start class at a class with me or whatever it is. <clears throat> and I don't know. But, and but like, it's, like, those same friends have been in that cycle since high school mm-hmm. with me. You know, and it's, like, right. where – and we used to do it together. And that's, I think, is the other thing is, like – you know, these same friends, I used to like try to, you know, start these Jillian Michaels workout videos with, or I used to try to start these cleanses with, and then we w- would both inevitably fall off the wagon. Right. And so now we're at a, like, I'm at a place where I'm on the wagon and I yeah. don't, you know, and so like they. You're pushing the wagon. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And so it's yeah, like, it's just totally. like a very different dynamic now because now as opposed to it being like, okay, let's do this together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I still see it that way, but I think they see it as like, well, you already did it. Like, kind of like your poster is, like, you go to the gym or fit people, and it's like, why are you here? You're done. You're done. But. I love Jim Gaffigan. I hope you guys saw that (laughs) on Instagram. It was, like, a photo of Jim Gaffigan. One of his quotes or one of his lines in his his shows is, I hate those annoying people. The most annoying people are the ones at the gym who are in in insanely good shape. I'm like, what are you doing here? You're done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why are you even here? Um, anyway, but so I don't know. I just think like, yeah, it's definitely hard because you also want to be a good friend and you want to feel like you're supporting them and you, you know, like you have found this great new lifestyle that really works for you and really fits yeah. and you want them to like have that same feeling. Yeah. But I don't know. It kind of, I think what it kind of comes down to is like they're, they have to find their own tipping point. And so like, there's not really anything that you can say or do other than just, you know, sort of living by example. And yeah. like I was saying, you know, I invite my friends, like if I'm going to go for a hike near their house, I'll call them and say, you know, hey, or do you want to take the dogs for a hike? Or do you want to, you know, I'm going to go um, next weekend and do this thing. Like, you know, I'd really love for you to come. And in that way, kind of just making them feel like it's part of your lifestyle. And the other thing, this is kind of weird, but that I kind of do is I like, if and when I do actually work out with them, I try to really play up how much I'm working or like Mm -hmm. how hard it is for me or how like, you know, this, how much I'm struggling because I want them to feel like, you know, it's normal to be really for things to be hard. Right. And like, even though, you know, I may seem like I'm successful in fitness from the outside, like I still am working really hard. Right. Right. And I think I have not just like, Oh, this is a piece of cake. Right. No, not at all. And I think that, I think I brought this up before, but, um, when I took my Knowles course, 
I remember at the end of the first day, we had just, we'd spent like 13 hours bushwhacking up the side of this hill. I had, I can't even tell you how many times I fell. Yeah. I had this like super heavy pack on. Everything was just a disaster. And I was like huffing and huffing and puffing and puffing. And I said something to one of my instructors, like, um, this is just so hard for me. And she was like, well, this is hard for everybody. You know, we're all breathing hard. And it like that. I remember, I remember you saying that. Yeah. It was like the first time that it had dawned on me, like, I'm not the only person this is hard for. Yes. And that made me feel so much better. Yeah. Where I was like, it, I, you know, didn't feel like I was just the lone yeah. person who sucked. Cause that's one of the things I think is your, your fear. And I yeah. think a lot of people can relate to is your fear has always been that I'm going to be the only one struggling and I'm going to be dragging everyone behind. Exactly. Yeah. So I think if there's one thing of inspiring people and helping them like with their diet or just saying, Hey, let's go for a walk. Like I know a yeah. lot of the times whenever I make, plans with my friends right now I try to go on walks with JT instead of going and hanging out at a restaurant and eating right um so doing healthy dates like that I think is really really a good idea but something that always comes to me and I'm going to use something that I heard in the addiction world and it's you know not related to addiction obviously but it always strikes me as really powerful is that you know they say in addiction that when someone reaches their bottom um you know that point where they realize that they have to change that something has to change. It's a very spiritual experience. They describe it as one of the most spiritual experiences and you can't ever force someone into that experience. Mm -hmm. You just have to let it happen. You have to let them get there on their own because then it is their experience and it's their spiritual awakening, if you will. And unfortunately in that world, no one can ever force that. And I think that can really apply to everything in life. You can, you can see the train wreck sometimes, and sometimes you just can't do anything about it. And right. you have to let them get to that point where they go, Oh my gosh, light bulb moment. Now right. I need to change. Mm-hmm. And that I think is a very sacred thing because that then fuels their fire to continue to change. If it comes from someone else's desires, it means nothing. Right. It doesn't have the same meaning. And I think that, you know, while that's true in addiction, I think it can be applied to everything we do. To anything that requires a behavior change. Everything. So yeah. I think, you know, the short of it is what we're saying to answer um, this listener's question really is that you you can only really live a life that's insp- inspirational and a really good example because clearly they're kind of maybe looking to you like your friends are. Right. Um. And my friends do that all the time. There'll be people at work that'll come up to me and be like, oh, I noticed you're really, really healthy. I mean, even the class I teach at University of Phoenix, the students, did I tell you this one year? No. One year I taught a class and I asked the the class at the end of the four or five weeks that we taught what they learned. Like, what was the big thing that they were really going to take away from this class? And one girl was like, I'm inspired to work out more. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, not once did we. So I think if you, <laughs> not once did we talk, this is about personalities, right. the psychology of personality. We did not talk about fitness in the class, <laughs> but okay. I probably wore a short sleeve shirt. So anyway, it's, so I think if you live an inspired life or inspira- inspirational life and you're really, really trying to do better for yourself, that will influence others. And I think that's really the only way. It's like the only thing you can do because you can like you said, do. like you can't. And people will approach to, you. Yeah. And I think like like you were saying, like if you're trying to change to like incite change in someone, yeah, it, like it can't come from you because not only that, but then you know, even if they are successful, they're not going to feel ownership of it. They're going to feel like, well, right. I just did this for you. And you know, it's, it has to be something that you have to own and that has to be yours. Yeah. 
So it absolutely does. So I, unfortunately, I mean, but at the same time, I don't think it's unfortunate. I think, unfortunately, we can't control other people (laughs) as much as we'd like to. But fortunately, you kind of need to release yourself from that burden. And you, it's, it's tough. I, I totally understand when we were back in Jersey for my grandmother's funeral, my cousin is really overweight and it was really hard to see it was really hard to see but i mean he's he jokes about you know how he needs to lose weight and you know get back on the fitness wagon i don't even know if he ever was but i mean it it was to a point where i was i'm really really scared for his health and i sat there i'm like there's just not there's nothing i can do but to maybe just you have to like you know in terms of like having them you know how do you make them realize like i think that it's probably very safe to say that in today's day and age they are well aware. Oh, he's yeah. And exactly. You know, I don't think that they are very well aware. They may be ignoring it, but they yeah. definitely are aware. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think there's times, you know, if you want to sit down and have a heart to heart with your friends, if they're yeah. living an unhealthy lifestyle, I think that's totally fine. Say, look, I care about you. I really want you to be happy. Are you happy? Because I think at the end of the day, there's sometimes underneath all of this is we're really just struggling. Yeah. And there's just, I mean, I'm a firm believer that how you feel on the inside um, is a direct reflection of kind of how you take care of yourself. So mm-hmm. if you're not taking care of yourself, I think there's some element element of that you just don't have that confidence or you don't believe in yourself or whatever it may be, those insecurities. Um, totally. and we all have them, but I think that, you know, when you kind of let your health go, that that says a lot. So um Anyway, that's a good question. I think a lot of us can relate to that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, but it is hard. It's always hard. Yeah, like you have these girlfriends, and not only that, but like you want them to like do stuff with you. Yeah, you want to like be able to. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, but it's always hard to kind of go into a world. I think I posted on Instagram when I was at my family's house for the funeral was. Um, that yeah, magnet. That yeah. That magnet that was like every anytime I get the urge to work out, I just wait for five minutes and let it pass, let the urge pass. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yep, this is kind of the mentality that they have here. So it's kind of hard to, you know, I think we surround ourselves for the most part with people who are have the same interests as us, but you know, you notice that like family obviously is your family. They're not yeah. Some some of them are not gonna be into fitness at all. And you just kind of have to um mm-hmm. lead by example, I guess, if they want to be healthy. But I think with some friends, like, do you have different groups of friends? Like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So, I mean, I have different groups of friends where some don't really work out at all, or maybe they do yoga or, I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> like they just do yoga. They're not like mm-hmm. into running or, you know, CrossFit or anything like that. Um, so we'll do yoga together, but it's, it's just, I find it interesting sometimes where it's like, I have to remind myself that CrossFit is like a world in and of itself. <laughs> Right, I know. And it's so it's like, like I can't to, start a like conversation a, about CrossFit. Because it's like a whole like, other language. It's a whole other language. And I have my Girls Gone Wild podcast right on today. Yeah. And like say I was at, I was even at CrossFit and I had to like go find somebody in another building that they had to move their car. And this girl, this girl was like, Girls Gone Wad? What does that say? And I was like, it stands for workout of the day. It's like a CrossFit term. She was like, oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I, I don't have time to get into this. <laughs> I need to go. <laughs> yeah, I got to go. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the cross the gym's right next door. Yeah, gotta, gotta go record. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we should talk about this other email just for a second. Okay. Okay, so we got an email. Um, it says, 
Hi, ladies. I'm a longtime listener, first-time writer. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> I would love to know your thoughts about performance-enhancing drugs in CrossFit. There's a ton of controversy surrounding professional CrossFit athletes using PEDs, but a friend of mine, no, really, it's not me, started using steroids to get stronger and recover faster. She trains in hopes of being on the competition team of, of her box. We used to train together and be best friends, but her mood swings and my envy, because she has insane gains, have heavily strained our friendship. She moved boxes to improve her chances of being on a team to qualify for regionals. At times, she tells me I should start a cycle with her in order to share the cost. I'm dead against it, but she maintains that it's no different than taking pre- or post-workout. What are your thoughts? Have you ever come across this in your CrossFit community? Um, I haven't. And she signed it. Never. She signed it Brutus. Yes, I worked in a Mean Girls reference. <laughs> <laughs> we should totally just kill Caesar. Um, <laughs> I love that. Okay, so first of all, I think we should say that I feel like we're scientifically really not qualified to talk about whether or not no. steroids is the same as pre and post workout. But I think we've established that we are not, not a scientific science. podcast. No. But I also <laughs> want to say that I think that if steroids were really the same thing as pre and post workout, then they wouldn't be illegal. Yeah. And they wouldn't have like the extreme side effects like on your mood and your skin and your hormones. Yeah. And because pre and post workout is kind of just like a lot of caffeine. Yeah. And some protein. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Right. No. So. Well, I was thinking of, uh, I think I saw a video a while ago of, um, like, the elite CrossFit athletes get random drug tests. They do get random drug tests. Yep. And I remember seeing one of Rich Froning, of course, which, you know. Right. He's going to test positive for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Give me a break. And Jesus. (laughs) And prayer. (laughs) Oh, Rich Froning. You notice I've stopped the, like, dirty comments about Rich Froning? I've been so good. I mean, like, for one episode, I think two episodes ago, (laughs) you were talking about it. Dang it. But they did post a really good picture of him. Oh, my gosh. Don't even go down that road. On the CrossFit Instagram. Right. It's great. Oh, no. Oh, good. Um, Did you see... Hold on. Rich Froning tangent. (laughs) Did you see that post? Um, I think it was... The CrossFit Games posted it, and it was a quote from one of the games commentators yeah did you see that do you know what i'm talking uh-uh. about okay i'm gonna pull it up because it was really okay funny. but let's keep talking about this for a second okay i don't know if i i i read this and i was um i think i said to claire earlier before we started recording this i'm like i don't know if i want to comment on this because i don't feel like a that i'm educated enough to make a statement but i also feel just biased towards what claire just said was yeah i don't think so i don't think if it's something even if it was I don't know. Like, it wouldn't be illegal. Available. If it, right. I mean, it's, I mean, if it's, I don't know. I just, it's never entered my world. I don't really care for it to. I don't think it's. Right. So also to answer that part of the question, I've, I don't know about you, but I've never come into contact. Like, no, no one that I know has no. ever. No. Actually, that's not totally true. Oh. My twin brother used to take steroids. Really? Oh. And when he was like, poor kid. For didn't break a hundred, reason though, right? Didn't break a hundred pounds until he was a senior in high school. Yeah. Had like a serious and serious Napoleon oh. syndrome. But it has contributed to a lot of other major issues that he's had in his life. Yeah. So, I mean, and that is, there are a lot of other factors there that, you know, it's not, are not really worth getting into. Um, but he looked like he was having an allergic reaction over his entire body all the time. Like he was like, just like an overstuffed armchair. Yeah. It wasn't like a good, (laughs) right. He got like really Really puffy. puffy. Yeah. Well, I think if this girl's going to those extremes, yeah, 
what are her goals? I mean, is she trying to make it to the games? Because if she is, she's going to have to stop taking them because right. they're going to drug test her. So I don't know what the point is. Right. And I also kind of feel is. like if you can't, just like anything, it's like if you can't get there on your own merit, then you That's don't, then you don't deserve feel. to be there. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. I'm just, a, I'm just against that. I don't know. I mean, to each his own, sure, great. But if, I mean... For me, if my body is not naturally going to snatch 150 pounds, well, or if I don't think, yeah, or to, if you can't naturally do three wads in a day or whatever it is, yeah, then you, yeah, if like I don't if think you anyone can. No. I think it's like, well, except for Rishoni, yeah. who gets like 30 hours of sleep, right? So I don't know. I just kind of feel like if your body can't get there naturally, then you don't deserve to be. Yeah, there. exactly. Same thing with Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Okay, rich running. This is a funny quote. Yep. So it says, um, this is from Chase, oh, Chase Ingram. He says, my professional opinion is that rich, no matter what happens, is just unstoppable. He talks about people making him go faster than he wants to, whereas everyone else is going as fast as they can. And he's just sitting around. He's like, all right, I guess I'll go a little faster this time. It's insane. <laughs> so true, though. I like that. All right, I guess I'll go a little I faster. I guess I'll go a little faster. If, you, if, you, if I must. One of the quotes I heard, and it was from a different elite athlete that said, pushing a, a little bit harder doesn't hurt that much more, so why not do it? Oh, yeah, that was that. I love um, that. I always think about that when I'm doing a yeah, walk that I hate. I saw that. I'm like, it doesn't hurt that much more to push just a little bit harder. So to that's like my po- mantra. To a point. Because then there's like a breaking point where it's like, and I'm going to throw up. Okay, sure. Yes. (laughs) But I relate to that because I know that in my mind, sometimes I can mind screw myself. Right. And be like, "Eh, I'm tired. Right. This is so hard. So hard. Okay. It's so hard. One last thing before we end tonight. Yes. I thought of you because Scott really wants to go rafting for his birthday. Oh, when's his birthday? Um, In two weeks. (gasps) So we're going to go to Westcliff. My parents have yeah, yeah. a house in Westcliff, and then we're going to go to Salida. We're going to go rafting in Salida. Um, I'm really scared. Wait, when are you going? <laughs> the 28th. You guys can meet us down there. No, I feel like we have something that weekend, but we won an overnight trip on the Royal Gorge. Oh. We should talk. Yeah. Because, yeah. Oh, anyway, that's go cool. Ahead. Okay. So it's I'm, out of Gunnison, but anyway, go ahead. I'm really scared. Hi. I don't know. It's fine. You're going to like it. Really? Yeah. It's okay. really fun. Like, my parents have been, and they're, like, super excited. And yeah, it's really fun. I'm like, if my parents can hang, I think I If can I can be a raft guide, Joy, okay, you can go on a rafting trip. Let's just put that into perspective. Okay, that's true. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm so scared when I called to make the reservation. I'm like, how fast are the rapids? Like, <laughs> I'm like, am I going to fall it's, out? It's kind of fun if you fall out. And they go through, they go over everything. It's kind of fun if you fall out. Yeah, because then you, like, get to... With adrenaline rush and you get wet and you cool down. Like, I mean, someone just drowned in the Pooch River or whatever it's called. That's because they were not wearing a life jacket and they jumped in to save their dog. Oh, no, nephew. It was sad. Oh, there was another one in Longmont where she really? died because she jumped in to save her dog. Oh. But they weren't wearing a life jacket. Okay. Okay. Point yeah. taken. Basically, point like, taken. the number point one. Taken. Can I, here's, yes. here's the number one rule. Okay. Don't stand up in the river. If you don't stand up, nothing bad will happen to you. Really? Because the most dangerous thing in the river is if you stand up and your foot gets caught, <gasps> and then the current oh, will sweep like oh, your geez. head underwater and your foot oh, is stuck. Oh, geez. Okay. But if you don't do that, then nothing bad will happen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, geez. That makes because, sense. right? Because, like, your yes. instinct is like, makes... I should stand up and yes. walk over. Yeah. The last no. thing you can ever, ever, don't ever do, do in a river ever is stand up. Okay. Even if it's 
six inches deep. Okay. I, if it's past your knees, don't say that. Stay down. Stay down. Stay down. Stay on your bed. Okay. So the, my last thing is, is Scott is like the hardest person in the world to buy for. Okay. For the reason that... He knows everything about everything. And he's like the guy that's like, if he wants something, he goes and gets it. Right. Like today or right. yesterday. Like he wants this, he goes and gets it. So right. he's impossible to shop for. So if you have any ideas for a birthday gift that, I don't know. What does he like? He loves music. Okay. He loves fashion. He's like a fashion. So I can't buy him clothes because he's so picky. Right. I know. I remember and that one time that I came over and I was like, your jacket and your shoes are so matchy. He's like, really? Because my shoes are red and my jacket is a heathered red. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's exactly. That's yeah, exactly. off-red. And I think my jacket's more like an off-red. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I, nope. <laughs> Oh, try getting dressed with that man. Oh, no. I can't so much put on navy and like a different blue right. and he'll be like that. Navy and midnight. Are you, are you wearing that? Yeah, it drives me You should take crazy. him shopping for grad school. Oh my gosh. I, I told you I found out you're supposed to wear business casual to law oh, school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, oh, here's the thing, Claire. Here's the secret for Scott Parrish's rules of fashion, which okay. I think we should just have a, a segment. It's like on. Tim Gunn. Yeah. Staples. It's all about the right oh, staples. Oh, okay. I so, like, yeah, the other good. day, we're, like, you know, hanging out in the closet, going through our clothes, and he's like, you need a black skirt. I'm like, why? Wow. Like, That's a staple. You need you need some good staples. That's I like that. I do need some staples. <laughs> so get some staples, and then right, accessorize with your shoes. Yeah, he will, he will set, you, um, set you straight. Yeah, what can you so, get him? So, okay, so I want listeners to throw me ideas of birthday gifts for Scott, for the guy who... Is like super. He travels so much, a lot. He travels a lot. He's kind he's of in sports. He loves. He loves basketball. Yeah, he loves all sports. Um, and he's kind of like an indie geek. Yeah, he's totally a geek. Yeah, what do they call him? Oh my gosh, why am I hipsters? Hipsters. <laughs> what do they call them? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> He's not really he's that a, much of a hipster. He's kind of a hipster. He's older, so he's not like a young hipster, but he's yeah, he's, he's kind of definitely like one of those guys that listens to I call it sad bastard music and <laughs> like this new band is really cool and like no one's heard of him, you know, like and then that's the coolest band ever. Oh, he loves Pearl Jam. Loves us. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys go. Three, two, yes. one. Give me some gifts. For and by my you husband. guys we mean Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy's on it. <laughs> Thanks, Sandy. <laughs> All right. So what else? Do we have any announcements? T-shirt um, stuff? T-shirts oh, are coming stuff. up. I have, been, I have not set up Spreadshirt yet. I've been really slacking because we're out of town. Yeah. Um, we're hoping to get those interviews rescheduled here in the next couple yes. weeks. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. And um, Other I think than that's that, it. Keep kicking butt. Yeah. Everybody. We're on Instagram at Girls Gone Wad Podcast. Twitter at Girls Gone Wad. And on Facebook. Facebook forward slash Facebook.com forward slash girls gone wide. And leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Leave us a review. review. We We always love reviews. And share with a friend if you love us. Um that's it. What else was no, there's something else I was gonna say. I can't remember. Mm. Apparently it wasn't important. You can put it on Twitter. Put on Facebook. Okay. (laughs) All right. Have a good week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.